Never forget. Never forget what? Is there anyone who was alive and aware of what was going on that day that can't remember every painful second of what happened that day? Is there anyone who can sit through a TV news story with somber music and those two real stories and the archival video from that day and the days after? Can anyone who remembers that day sit through that without choking back tears and choking back vomit and reliving the bottomless horror and not being sure whether we'd have a world to wake up to the next day? I spent that whole day at the controls of a radio station, mostly running live air feed from CNN over the radio and occasionally giving a local station break or offering some important local information. As the people around the station went home to pick up their kids or take care of their families or try to call them in New York to make sure they were safe or maybe just be swept up in the horrific tragedy of what was going on around us, I sat mostly alone that day in a windowless radio control room, keeping it together to do my job, being completely immersed in everything that was going on but only processing what I needed to process in order to keep the station on the air. When I got home after about 10 or so hours of that, I collapsed on the couch as the whole day hit me all at once. Just like every other American that day, pieces of my soul were shattered and melted and forever changed. For everyone, for this country, there was before and there was after. That's where never forget hits me these days. None of us will ever forget that. But part of understanding and remembering and explaining the history lesson of it all is to try to remember and describe and feel what the before times were like and how that completely unimaginable murder of 3,000 people shattered every American at their core and shattered the American way of life like throwing a beer bottle against a brick wall. We say never forget because we want to make sure the next generation knows. But what America lost that day is so much more horrifying than even the stories we can tell about the brave firefighters and police that ran into the smoke in the burning buildings of the civilian heroes who punctuated one of the most selfless acts in our nation's history with let's roll more than the stories of those who made the choice to end suffering on that day on their own terms. And in doing so seared the image of their final moments, leaping and crashing toward the earth and our minds forever. Two decades later, those frightful Horrific stories are still with us. But also with us is the memory of those before times. To fully understand and comprehend the misery of that day, we have to remember a time before our hearts hardened, before our eyes steeled, and before we carved off portions of what American freedom means in order to preserve the rest of American freedom. We say never forget 
but there really aren't words to help someone who doesn't remember the before times understand. This is the part that hits me in the gut today. Talking to 14 and 15 and 16-year-old kids who have no idea of what the before times were like. They've grown up with the tougher heart and more aware eyes that we developed after 9-11. They will never understand the idea of American freedom and the American way of life as we knew it when our alarm clocks rang on that morning of September 11th, 2001, before the world changed. Our trauma has become their way of life. (laughs) It's too much to bear. Too much to bear. God bless those people whose lives were lost on this day 20 years ago. God bless their families. God bless us. And God bless America. America the way it was. America the way it is. And America the way it will be. Wondering how I got here, I'm Steve Seashon.